Hi folks, trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick to get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another dish of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash icon on your radio dial. iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, 
106, Nash FM 1061.com and ericasher.com uh, on the World Wide Web. Anchor is our home base for our podcast. And, of course, uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, our social media platforms. All right, um, got a really, got a really uh, big show for you today. Uh, celebrity Chef Scott Craig will not be with us. He will rejoin us uh, after, the, well, will rejoin me, pardon me, uh, when we come back from uh, vacation after the first of the year. Uh, but he will be sitting in this chair. Well, not this chair. But he'll be sitting in a chair at the studio with Mike Vazan next week as they fill in on, on, on for on, in for me next Wednesday. And today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, remember, all are open now, ready for you. Give, gift cards will be a great way to be able to give uh, a, a gift to a friend or, or a family member that loves a great restaurant. And, of course, uh, again, the Katie's Family of Restaurants closed on Christmas Day as well. All right, uh, let's jump into it. A lot to get into. Uh, Sean Mazan is going to join us at 4.15 uh, today. Fletcher Mackle will join us at 4.35. So we got a pretty good show for you uh, today. Let me, let me get through some headlines for you because, man, it's a really big day so far. Uh, first of all, the biggest one is Michael Pratt. Uh, it was announced last night on The Athletic. He was on a podcast. Uh, that he is coming back to Tulane for his senior season. And that is great news. Uh, we've been talking about it. I don't know how many other people in the city have been talking about it, but I've been talking about it now for about a week uh, because it really looked like he was moving on to the University of Florida. Uh, supposedly they had the NIL money ready for him. He wanted to compete in the SEC for his senior year. And I made the comment that, again, Tulane needs to come in with some deep pockets here and be able to make sure that, again, he stays for his senior year. Um, and the, the, at least what I'm getting is, again, there was some NIL, NIL money involved there. Michael Pratt, Sincere Hainsworth, also the center for this team, uh, both will return for their senior seasons uh, this year. That is fantastic news uh, for Tulane. Uh, Tulane also, again, got Cam Wire. I'm going to go through, again, their uh, signees. Again, left LSU. Uh, he'll, be, he'll be going to Tulane. He'll start immediately at Tulane. And, and, again, as you know, as on the offensive line. They got some good news today. Uh, USC wide receiver Jordan Addison is out of the Cotton Bowl. He has an ankle injury. He's expected to enter the NFL draft, so he's sitting out the bowl game. Uh, Tulane and LSU are both having a great day and a, 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 an outstanding day in the first day of the early signing period. Uh, LSU is a top-five class right now. Tulane is a top-60 class right now. Tulane is, like, third in the, in the um, AAC uh, in terms of their class. Uh, and and uh, from the transfers to, again, the, the high school uh, seniors that have, that have signed on the dotted line today, both are doing absolutely outstanding. And uh, we're going to go through each and every one of those um, uh, signees uh, in, in, in the back end of this hour and then, and then also in the, in, the, uh, uh, in the second hour as well for those that, again, don't know who signed and, and where. Pelicans getting ready to take on San Antonio on a four-game losing streak right now. That will be tomorrow night in the Smoothie King Center. Uh, so, again, uh, look, they've, they've had San Antonio's number this year. Um, and, and I will continue to pound this. I had Gus Cattengill on the award-winning inside New Orleans today. We taped for tomorrow night. And one of the things we talked about was Brandon Ingram. You know, Brandon Ingram's got to get back on the court. And, uh, you know, again, uh, this has been – We I went through the dates yesterday for you. Uh, again, got heard on November the 25th. Uh, all, the, all of November, rest of November, all, all of December thus far. Uh, and, again, now about to – you know, about really, when you look at it, what, about a week left in, in the month of December? Uh, he'll be almost a, out a month, almost four weeks, uh, on a toe in which, again, uh, the medical staff said the scan came back fine, uh, that he's healed. 
but it's about pain tolerance, and ultimately he has to get back on the court. We'll see if that happens. Uh, Saints have signed their first player. This is amazing to me. Off, off, a, off, a, off another team's practice squad. Today, a linebacker, Ty Summers, formerly of the Jaguars, was signed by the, uh, the Saints. All the teams that have took players off the Saints practice squad, uh, it, it, we're getting into, what, uh, three weeks left in the season. They finally grabbed somebody off a practice squad and put them on their active roster. Big night tonight in UNO basketball. They take on the number one ranked team in the land, Purdue, at Purdue. Uh, that's tonight on at 8 p.m. on ESPNU. Obviously, UNO, again, going up against a juggernaut with this Purdue team. Uh, but I've said it before. Uh, Coach Les takes on all comers. Does not care. We'll take them anywhere to play, any, anywhere, anytime. Uh, they're going up against the, the, the uh, number one team in the land tonight, Purdue. Uh, by the way, again, LSU taking on East Tennessee State at the PMAC tonight. LSU is 10-1 and one and unranked. Uh, and the, by now they should be ranked. Uh, that's a 7 p.m. tip. And, of course, really bad news on, on the football front. 50 years after the Immaculate Reception, and it was a big deal made out of it again because on, on – uh, on Christmas Eve, uh, the Steelers and, and, and the now Las Vegas Raiders are playing a game they were going to honor uh, that 50-year, uh, again, um, uh, incredible play, uh, the Immaculate Reception. Uh, Hall of Famer Franco Harris died uh, at 72. No word on, again, uh, what, what he died of, uh, but, again, he died suddenly last night. Uh, so, again, our thoughts and prayers with, again, the, uh, the Harris family, also, again, the Pittsburgh Steelers as well. All right. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning system? Need that heating, heating system repaired or checked for this, again, frigid air that's coming through? Call my friends at Burkhardt. They'll be there for you. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And don't forget, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Miss City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open, all ready for you to get out and get a great meal tonight. Steak and martini night over at, uh, over at Katie's. That's, again, a fantastic filet along with, again, um, uh, Hendricks. Or again, Reka Martinis. Get over there and enjoy it over at the Katie's at Katie's Restaurant, the Katie's Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back on Vizana Fox Eight Sports. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros. Plus, we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment. It's information. It's all that you could want. And it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. This winter, there are new COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Look out for delays solid 10 eastbound right at Williams. And delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Look out for delays solid 10 westbound from just past Bonneville to Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side, from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. And in the meantime, look out for accidents. St. Claude at La Manche and also Poydras at South Claiborne. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, 
others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. So see by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric, 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Hungry? Stop at Shortstop Po' Boys. 119 Transcontinental just off Airline Highway. Dine in or to go. Shortstop has been feeding New Orleans since 1966. Go to Shortstop Po' Boys for Po' Boys, gumbo, potato salad, and more. 504-885-4572 or at shortstoppoboysinno.com. Inside New Orleans. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Happy Hanukkah. Throw it all in there. Hope you're having a great week leading up to, again, the Christmas holidays. I know my, my next guest, he's been in a partying kind of mood. Both his daughters had birthdays over the weekend. He doesn't have to go to, to again, uh, frigid Cleveland this weekend. He can actually spend time with his family at home on Christmas. Uh, Sean Mazan is just tickled pink right now, aren't you, Sean? You know, it beats the alternative, being able to hang out here uh, Christmas week. Um at my both my kids' birthdays this past weekend, and uh, be able to wake up Christmas morning, um, you know, at my at my house and my kids is going to be a great one. So, and I don't, yep. miss, and I'm not going to miss uh, the uh, what is it, 13 degree high temperature yes. uh, Saturday yes. in Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, with the wind, I'll be watching with the wind. from here in New Orleans. <laughs> That's right, wind chill factor, and when it's a sub zero, right? Yeah, what nah, we're hearing now. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. pass on that. I'm, I'm right there I, with I you, brother. I'm gonna pass too. <laughs> 
And, and look, I'm, I'm look, I'm not knocking Cleveland. Okay, not, but again, I can think of some better ways I'd like to hang, I'd like to hang out, uh, better cities I'd like to hang out uh, for Christmas as well. And for you, with your young children, there's no better place to be than right there at home, uh, and just enjoying the the, uh, the Christmas celebration. Uh, you know, it only happens when they're that young. It only happens for a short period of time, and you got to relish every minute of it. Yeah, no doubt. And the thing is, Dad, I, I told them earlier in the year that I was going to have to uh, fly out for Christmas Eve. They were a little disappointed when I told them I wasn't. Uh, let's just say the look on their faces where it was worth the announcement because they were yes. very happy that I was going to be able to be able to spend Christmas with them. So I, I'm, I yeah. can't wait. Kind of like Tulane got a Christmas present, right? Uh, over the last week, week and a half, two weeks, again, the, the rumors have abounded everywhere. I've talked about them on this program. Uh, Michael Pratt was, was going to leave Tulane after the Cotton Bowl, uh, was going to head to the University of Florida, play for, uh, for Napier, uh, was going to get some big NIL money, had a chance to play in the SEC. He announced last night on a podcast uh, that he's coming back for a senior season at, at Tulane. And I've been saying it all week, they need to ante up. They need to figure out a way, again, to keep this kid here. Don't let him go. Uh, because once you have success at a place like Tulane, the big schools are going to come in and they're going to try to going to try to poach your players, and uh, that would have been a big blow for Tulane. Your thoughts on Michael Pratt staying for the senior season? And look, with the alternative of going to the SEC, that might have been a much better situation for him personally. But staying at Tulane again, that shows uh, again his uh, his commitment to the program and his commitment to Willie Fritz as well. Well, how about the turning tide uptown? I mean, this never happens, Eric. Uh, these good vibes. Huh? Never. I mean, this never happens when they have even just an inkling of success. Their best people are gone. Um, it's just the, the the reality of when you're somewhat viewed as a, as a you know, I, I guess you call it almost like a stepping stone. But uh, kudos to Michael Pratt. Obviously, Willie, Fer- Willie Fritz started that. Uh, they got that ball rolling. And, you know, I'm just guessing here, but I would say Fritz staying is probably a big reason why Pratt uh, is now staying as well. Um, that's just me. Uh, make an educated guess there, but I, look, I would agree. The Michael Pratt situation, double-edged sword. I mean, what if he goes to Florida and and it doesn't work out? Um, yes. Then what? Uh, I mean, you have this great resume here uptown with Tulane. You know the head coach. You've recruited by the head coach. Uh, you've had a, a lot of success. Now, look, next year is going to be hard to duplicate this success, but I don't think it's uh, something that can't be accomplished. But nonetheless, right. um, and then you have one of the rare things of you know starting and finishing your collegiate career in, in the same spot, which is obviously, especially that position, becoming more and more rare. So I think um, all good vibes uptown for Tulane. And, you know, it's well-deserved. Yep. You know, that, that campus and that, that program in particular has, you know, they, they've, it, it's, it's never easy. And yet here they are with one of the best years that they've ever had. And not just that, for the first time in a long time, it feels like there, there's a, 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 an ability to sustain that success. Sean, the little engine that could got over the hump, right? I mean, they almost got there. They almost got there. They didn't get there. They finally got over the hump now. Uh, Cotton Bowl, they got good good news today. USC wide receiver Jordan Addison is out for the Cotton Bowl with an ankle expected after the NFL draft. That can only help Tulane. And then as far as going back to Pratt, look, you and I both know NFL teams are going to find you. I don't care where you're playing. You could be playing at Tulane. You could be playing at Nichols. I don't care. You're good enough to play in the NFL. They're going to find you. And um, I like the kid. I like the kid's skill set. Uh, I like his football IQ. I like his athleticism. I think he's got a strong enough arm that he can play in the in, in the pros. He's 6'3", so the size is kind of there as well. Uh, he gets with the right team, with the right coach. He's got a chance to excel. And he's got a little bit of an edge to him. Hey, he's kind of he got a little bit of a ruggedness to him that I think 
uh, can be endearing to some NFL teams as well. So, um, yeah, all of that. And if he, if he, if he goes and has a, another great year next year after the year he just had, yeah, that, that's, that's not going to make – I mean, the, the scouts will find him because they're well aware of that resume, especially being able to play in the Cotton Bowl against USC, going toe-to-toe with a guy like Cato Williams, assuming he's going to play uh, in the Cotton Bowl. So, yeah, yep. I, I'm not worried about that. A guy like Michael Pratt, if he's good enough, they're going to find him. Uh, both Tulane and LSU having a really good day today uh, in terms of, again, the early signing period. Uh, LSU is a top-five class right now. Tulane is a top-60 class right now. Uh, both have done very, very well. Yeah, who man, this December signing day is kind of – you kind of get lost a little bit because you know you're so. It sneaks up uh, on you, doesn't it? <laughs> it snuck sneaks. up on me. I was talking the other day, like, my God, it's this week! Holy, holy moly! But, um, so yeah, we were talking about that at the Saints camp. Whoa, whoa! Some of the guys were like, "Wait, it's today?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really been going on. It's really been firing away." Um, but you know, like Brian Kelly has come in and obviously stabilized uh, LSU situation. He had to use more of the transfer portal last year, which is understandable. Uh, looks like he's a little more. Selective in the transfer portal this year was that still able to land 25 guys uh, today, a top five class, positions of need. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this this part of the calendar is usually when LSU can rise to the top, and it hadn't taken Brian Kelly long uh, to get to that point. So, yeah, I think that certainly it was a great sign for both, both schools, LSU and Tulane. No doubt Cam Wire moves over to Tulane. Uh, he'll start immediately on that offensive line, okay? Uh, you know, again, he's the guy that's played in the SEC. Uh, we, we all know, again, uh, about the Anderson kid out of, uh, out of Carr uh, deciding to leave Alabama and go to LSU as one of their, uh, one of their transfers in the transfer portal, Aaron Anderson. Uh, again, just two highlights of, again, for both classes. Uh, but, and I'm going to go through the classes for the, for the audience a little bit later on the program. But both have done very, very well. Why don't you, let's talk a little bit about the Cotton Bowl. Um, in your opinion, first of all, do you think they have a chance to be able to beat USC? Uh, and does it is it determined on whether um, um, Caleb Williams plays or not, in your opinion? Uh, I mean, it plays a huge role. Um, and how healthy is it if he plays? Because we saw it was at the Pac-12 championship. He gutted it out in the second right. half of that game. Uh, was clearly not 100%. And he's dealing with a hamstring, am I correct? So you're dealing with a hamstring. It's not all that, that's a tricky injury. You know, he's had some time to... You know, to, to let that thing heal, but you know that, that that's not always the easiest thing to come back from. Um, I do think Tulane's defense, especially when you lose one of those weapons on the outside, Addison, um, can match up um, to a point. Um, realistically, to a point, uh, probably better this year than any years past against the Pac-12 offense. It likes to throw the football. We know that, um, but I do think it's not just going to be well. The defense has to stop those guys. I think yes, but I don't think you can realistically expect them to stop. That offense, every single drive, uh, mm-hmm. Tulane's offense is going to have to do the same, uh, and which is certainly they're, they're certainly capable of doing uh, against USC. So I think it's 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 going to take a complementary effort, but I don't think it's one of those, you know, David versus Goliath, no shot Tulane. I, I think Tulane has a, more than just a puncher's chance here. I think they got a, sh- a shot to really go in because it, it's a team. I mean, it kind of feels like a team, and this is like the Super Bowl for them. Um, and I'm not sure USC is going to have that same sort of uh, field for it. Um, so add all those factors up, I, I do think Tulane has a chance here. Uh, just go look at the Utah film. Utah had their number all season long, you know. Right. Uh, very close game in, in, in the regular season, and they blew them out in the Pac-12 championship. Go look at that um, uh, that film, and, again, that will tell you all you need to know about, again, this um, um, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the way to beat USC. But USC is, again, stuff that they've – 
You want to talk about the Saints uh, imploding. Uh, they have had so many problems this season with, again, uh, hurting themselves. Uh, and, and that may, again, fall into Tulane's favor if they, they kind of stay the course there. Yeah, if Tulane kind of stay within themselves and maybe they, they get one of these type of all-world performances from a guy like Spears or you know, whoever the case may be. Um, right. You know, if you can have one of those type of performances, which, again, it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not like you're asking to do something they haven't done all year. I think that's why I still think this is not going to be just, uh, hey, thanks for showing up, guys. I think this is going to be um, – uh, I think Tulane's going to be competitive now, and I, and I think they've too. got that good mojo going right now. Um, and they've had some good vibes at that program, and this is a way to finish out a banner year. So, yeah, I, I certainly think if you add those factors up, uh, they have a chance. Now, look, USC is gonna, is the more talented team if you add up right. the talented roster, I should say, if you add up all the players. But, uh, I mean, this, this Tulane team is battle-tested, and they've been through some stuff now, and they've won some big games in big situations this year when it would have been easy to fold. So I'm not counting them out. No, I'm not either, and that's even with the size of USC and then the speed. But, again, Caleb Williams is a guy. He's, just, he's a difference maker. If he's available and he's, and he's playing at a high level, uh, that, that can spell, again, a tough, night, a tough day for, um, uh, for the Wade. But no matter what, it's the Cotton Bowl. Go in there, enjoy it. Uh, your quarterback's coming back. Your coach is coming back. Man, you hit the Powerball. I mean, there's no way any Tulane fan right now should be upset. And then you're looking at the, you know, the early signing class. Uh, things look like they're going to continue in a much weaker AAC next year, no doubt. LSU-Purdue, Purdue kind of the same issue that LSU had last year with all the defections. LSU not so much. Your thoughts on that game? LSU should dominate. I mean, they, they should. I'm not saying they will, but they should. Uh, and this would be a chance for LSU to maybe finish the season. You know, when you look at the season, I mean, it, they were able to kind of play above their head a little bit. They got the big stretch from, you know, Florida, Ole Miss, Alabama. And it kind of cooled off the last couple games of the season. Even in even in some victories, it hadn't necessarily looked great. So this is a chance to maybe come back on the upswing a little bit after a season that kind of leveled off. I think the numbers, their depth, showed up towards the end of the season. Um, so this is a chance to really finish on a high note uh, against a team that's, that's going through their own transition. Uh, that's got a, a lot of guys checked out in terms of not playing. And a program that, frankly, the LSU is more talented than. When it comes to numbers, when it comes to numbers, but um, I, I still think when you add it all up, stack it all up, LSU should take advantage of this opportunity to not just win, but go in and win big uh, against a team that, you know, look, they're in transition themselves. Right, and, and for the psyche of the program, too, you've lost the last two, a Texas A&M game that really cost you a lot, and then, of course, in, in the SEC championship with the mistakes that you made, uh, that, again, Georgia uh, with a 30-point win there. Uh, and, and so, again, coming out, winning this game in the Citrus Bowl, where maybe two LSU fans in the past have kind of, you know, stunned their nose at the Citrus Bowl, this is a good uh, way to finish a foundation year leading into year two of Brian Kelly. Yeah, and when your foundation year is 10 wins, that's a good thing. Um, especially when you talk about what he yep. inherited, how bare everything was. And like I said, I, I felt like, you know, it, the, the journey was interesting because we, we, we were so high on LSU because of the journey and some of the close wins and then beating Alabama. But where they ended up, I said 8-4. and four. They actually ended up 9-3, and 9-4 and four if you count mm-hmm. the SEC championship game. So slightly above what I thought, but I felt like it averaged out to be right where they should be. This is a chance to finish out on a high note and get to that 10 wins. 
Uh, big one tonight in the Dome. Again, South Alabama taking on Western Kentucky. South Alabama the, uh, of the Sun Belt. Sun Belt has really come up as a conference. Uh, and, of course, the New Orleans Bowl, uh, traditionally one of the first bowls out there. It'll be an interesting matchup tonight. Yep. Haven't watched, haven't really paid much attention to the New Orleans Bowl matchup. Man, right. that's tonight. That's tonight. <laughs> it sticks that, up man. on you, doesn't it? Well, you're, you're, you're entrenched with the, with the Saints. Yeah. But, again, it's, it's <laughs> funny. That Sun Belt, all of a sudden, I'm telling you, moving up in, yeah. in terms of class with, with, the, with, the, with the type of programs they have in football. Well, no, no there's no doubt about that. The Sun Belt is, is a conference to watch you know, going forward. And then the Wolves Bowl is a sneaky one. You know, I can remember yep. what that stretch with UL was in it for quite a few years and, and, and mm-hmm. played well in it. So, yeah, it's certainly an interesting matchup going forward. And, of course, down the line, again, uh, in, in, of course, part of the New Year's Six, Alabama, uh, Kansas State. I wonder if Alabama is going to be up for Kansas State, uh, uh, you know, with, again, not having a chance to get into, again, a, a you know, a, a championship, um, uh, uh, the, the championship playoffs. Well, that's an interesting one because, I, you know, if Saban preaches, you know, um, you know, the next game's most important game, and um, it, it doesn't matter that the opponent you got to go, you got to constantly finish strong, all that kind of stuff. Then they would, but these kids are human. This is a different era, and it's, it's an era where you just wonder if if, if Saban is, is is still figuring out how to handle uh, with the NIL era. But you know, I know his recruiting class was very great. I think he's number one right now with yeah. uh, certain publications. But we'll see. Kansas State certainly one of those tough teams. Uh, they've done really. Close out the season really strong, but um, you know we'll see. Um, yep. I, I still, when it's all said and done, I don't. I don't think Nick's going to let himself get snuck up on like that. I still think Bama uh, is strong. Yeah, and look again. Remember, everybody, uh, you know, Tulane beat Kansas State uh, in uh, at Kansas State. So I mean, that tells you a little bit about Tulane's season as well. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Pels, and then we'll get into some Saints. Pels loses a four straight. Uh, I've really been on this, banging this drum for the last few days. Brandon Ingram's got to get back on the court. Uh, again, the scans came back fine. Uh, it's about a pain threshold. He's missed almost an entire month now. Uh, we got the, the, the November 25th was, was the injury. Uh, we're now sitting here on, on, on the 21st of December, and he's still not been on the, on the court. It didn't matter when you were playing, maybe, uh, again, some of the teams that are not elite, but you've seen, again, with the matchup against uh, Utah, they don't match up well how he could have helped there. Uh, again, they beat Phoenix at home, but then wasn't able to, 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 to sustain that uh, at Phoenix. And then, look, it really showed with Milwaukee on Monday night not having that other all-star and how teams were able to put up a wall against Zion. He's got to get back on the floor. Yeah, I, I think that was probably the biggest lesson learned from the Milwaukee game. Um, you, not, you're not always going to have everything from the bench. You're not always going to the contributions that you expect from the bench, which didn't happen, obviously, against Milwaukee. Um, and you're starting to see, especially when you take a step up uh, in competition, which they have over the last four games, um, the game plan for Zion is pretty clear, what they're doing, especially when they have the guys that can match up with uh, and play that style of game at the rim, basically defending him and get, throw different bodies at him, which is what Milwaukee did. To not have a guy that can really uh, have a smooth mid-range game and you're really just relying on either shots at the rim or three-pointers, I think sometimes that can get caught up. You, you get caught with that in certain matchups. I think Milwaukee caught him. Uh, the Utah matchup, and man, this game dates all the way back to Chris Paul. They have never matched up yep. well against Utah. It's, it's unbelievable how just some franchises just have your number. But um, I, I do think, though, if you process it the right way, you can really learn from this because it, you, you, you're going to now be forced to diversify a little bit in terms of what, you know, what Zion can do, 
rotation-wise, yes. you have certain matchups. But the big theme is you're never going to get to where you truly want to get to, which is contender status, if you don't have all your guys. And to me, your best pure basketball player, when healthy, um, at least for the time being, uh, is Brandon right. Ingram. Now, like I think Zion's the most athletic, and he's going to pass up Ingram at some point. Mm-hmm. But um, a more complete game, I would say, it's Brandon Ingram. But you've got to get him on the court. I know it's, it's two more games he's going to miss for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, they say he's week to week. <laughs> well, yeah, and you got a winnable game coming up, obviously against San Antonio. But mm-hmm. um, I, I think when you get to when when it, when when at least starts to separate, Eric, you know what I'm talking about. When it right. starts to separate, yeah, there's a clear cut line between the good teams and the bad teams. You're going to have to basically adjust and hopefully get Brandon Ingram back. What do you think about Zion's game uh, now that we've seen again uh, the, the, him really start to expand that game this season? Well, look, he's become a, I mean, a great player. He's become a better rebounder. Uh, he's a force. Um, now he's a guy who gets to the rim. Um, I still would like to see him develop a mid-range game, uh, a little bit more consistent mid-range game. Um, if he's got to shoot three every now and then, so be it. Um, I know he's an attack-style player, and he goes up with, I mean, with, I mean, amazing athleticism and just sheer force, and he's been able to finish. He's not always going to get the call, as we've seen over the last couple weeks. Um, but he's also has to realize there are going to be some teams that he faces that are going to be matchup wise. It's going to force him to do other things. And that's why I think there is still an evolution in this game, but make no mistake about it. I mean, he is still just scratching the surface and becoming a top tier elite NBA player. And I like what he's doing this year. You know, again, in the past, it was bull in a China cabinet, put your head down and go to the rim. He's realizing that, again, he's got players around him that can score. Uh, you know, the, the, the passing and the sharing of the basketball, this team is contagious. And a lot of times now, again, when he is – when he he sees the double team coming, and he's will he's a willing passer. That's why again, look, uh, the, the the floor space, the dynamics of, of of this team changes when Brandon Ingram is on the floor. Look, think about it the other, on the other, well, on Monday night, thirty seven from uh, Valanciunas, thirty one from CJ McCollum, and you still couldn't beat uh, Milwaukee. So, again, right. uh, having another play like Brandon Ingram really takes a lot of pressure off of, of Zion to have to do everything. But I do like the, the fact that, again, now he's playing defense. Uh, he's rebounding the basketball, as you mentioned. But it's also, again, a willing passer, which, again, mm-hmm. uh, I think, again, is contagious on this team. No, yeah, that element has really picked up over the last, you know, a uh, couple of months here within the season, his ability to pass the basketball. I, I still think there's a little bit there left when it comes to a bit of the mid-range game, but I think it, it's impossible not to notice the evolution. I'm not just being a sh- uh, you know the sure. sheer uh, raw athlete, but being more of a of a uh, of a basketball player, if you will, well-rounded, well-rounded basketball player. I think that's coming. Just FYI for everybody, I told this uh, to, to the audience earlier. Uh, big game for UNO tonight, taking on the number one team in the land, Purdue at Purdue. Uh, again, uh, uh, Sless, uh, I give him a tremendous amount of credit, uh, uh, Sean. He takes on all comers. He does not care what you're ranked, where you want to play. You tell me you want to play, he'll go out there and he'll play you. He's got the number one team in the nation tonight. Well, good luck. No one does more with less than Sless. Uh, <laughs> exactly. That's be a hell of a trip for him. He's an Indiana guy too, right? He's from Indiana, yeah, so that's going to yeah, be probably yeah. a trip back home for him. Hey, man, I I, I respect it. I really do. Um, I, I do really too. do respect it. It sure would be nice to get uh, privateers back in that NT two A tournament. So, yep. yeah, man, good luck to UNO. That's um, going to be a big one out there. Was it? Uh, what, what, what city is that? Is West Lafayette? Is that where is it? Where is it? Where is West Lafayette. But yes. nonetheless, West Lafayette. Yeah, right. West Lafayette. Hey, come on. So, we, our buddy Eric Rich, y'all, we all we heard for years was about Purdue, right? huh? 
Right. Purdue this, Purdue exactly. that, right? Come on. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not. It's 8 o'clock tonight on ESPNU, by the way. Um, Chris Olave, a little bit of a hamstring injury. If I'm the Saints, I'm not for uh, – the kid may want to play he's going back to Ohio, right? Uh, with, the, with the temperatures the way they are, Sean, I would be very, very uh, well, weary of putting him on the field on, on Saturday. What are your thoughts? He didn't practice today. And generally speaking, if you're not practicing by – they estimated practice report Tuesday. They practice today. It's the second day of installment. They're probably going to do one more day of install tomorrow. If you're not practicing by now, I think it's less likely as the week goes on that he plays. And, look, like I said, I'm not a doctor, but I do know soft tissue injuries, cold weather – um, not just cold, but frigid, uh, excuse me, frigid temperatures in Cleveland. Um, I don't know if that spells uh, good things in terms of Olave playing on Saturday. I guess we'll see. It's it's too early in the week to tell. But generally speaking, if you're in the second day, you haven't practiced yet. Sometimes it's hard to get back on the field, uh, or at least for that for that game. I guess we'll see. Which 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 is tough because I think Olave has been the most consistent player all year, regardless of offense or defense. I think he's been the most consistent Saints player. Uh, in 2022, we saw it last week. I mean, he just the, the moment's not too big for him. But one name that I, that was concerning as well, uh, Jarvis Landry was added to the list today as well, with it did not practice because of an ankle. So that's something to monitor going wow. forward as well. Well, the the name of the game is can you stop the run? And they could not stop the run against Atlanta last week, and, and now they're going to be in a situation where they're going up against Chubb who, again, is one of the better players in, in, in the NFL, like Kareem Hunt. Uh, so, you know, Chubb, they'd they, they hand it to him all day long. And and uh, for you to be able to beat Cleveland, you got to be able to stop the run. Well, no doubt about it, especially with where they're at um, with Deshaun Watson's development within that offense. Uh, Chubb did not practice again today. That's that's something to really watch going forward uh, that's, as well. That, that's a plus. Uh, there's a chance he may or may not play. Um, so that's certainly something to monitor. Um, but that scheme, it's the same scheme they ran last week. Yes. Uh, Atlanta ran against them last week, and it's that outside zone scheme. And if you go mm-hmm. back and watch Atlanta, it was probably the most infuriating thing was just, I mean, they were running the same play left, right, outside zone left, outside zone mm-hmm. right, and they were just getting crushed, either sealed off the edge or the defensive tackles just were not able to hold hold their spot when they were getting moved, and uh, they were missing tackles. So that can't happen this week, especially in a game where the temperatures are going to be uh, non-favorable for throwing the football. So all you really got to focus on is, is stopping the run. Oh, that's the main thing you got to do, focus on is stopping the run. So you got to bring it this week because um, if you can't stop the run, it's going to be a long, long, long Christmas Eve matchup in Cleveland. Yeah, and you came up with a stat this week on, on your shows about, again, when, when, when Taysom and, and Kamara touch the football and the number of touches that they get, that the Saints win. And this is going to be one of those games where they got to touch the football. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you would go into a game uh, this, this week, uh, given what you've done, where you're at, and where you're playing, and the conditions you'll be playing in, and not have Taysom and Kamara as, as the, 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 the focal points of your uh, offense. 25 touches, Eric. That's the magic number. 25 touches, whether it's throwing – Passing or passing, receiving or rushing, those two have to combine for 25 touches. When they do that, four and one. Only loss against Cincinnati, a game they probably mm-hmm. should have won. They just couldn't finish yes. in the red zone. Uh, so when they don't do that, they're one in what's it? One in eight. The only win was mm-hmm. the first one of the season uh, when they had the full complement of wide receivers. So uh, that's the magic number, 25. And you know, even if it's not working, 
I think you might have to be stubborn in this game uh, to try to make it work at some point um, because I, I just the, with the conditions are what they are, I think those guys are going to be ones that kind of rise to the top. They're going to win this game. Cesar Reeves to the IR. A lot of people believe this was his best season as a pro. You break the film down like nobody else. Your thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was. I mean, he had quietly had a really good year. Um, and, you know, kudos to him because he had taken a lot of criticism of the last couple of seasons about his transition to guard, um, his inconsistency at times, being out of place at times, not quite understanding what he was supposed to do at times, or just getting beat uh, at times technique-wise. But, you know, he took the coaching, uh, focused in, got really good. Uh, I mean, probably, I mean, it, 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 like I said before, a better year than we've been talking about just because he really played well. And he'd prove it up until the last play of the game against Atlanta, last play of the game to be quite durable. It's a Liz Frank injury, so the likelihood oh. of him returning would be, it would, first off, it would have to be the postseason, so you know the, yes. the, the chances there. So right. that's tough. And, look, they haven't had much time, the five of those offensive linemen starters, together last week was one of them and look at the difference it made i mean look at the difference yeah. i mean they ran the ball quite effectively so we'll see what they do i, I would i would imagine it's gonna be throckmorton again mm-hmm. uh filling in at the guard position maybe there's another switch up i, I don't know we guess we'll see what happens uh, i know there was some, some discussion about maybe moving hurst and then pinning to left tackle and hurst inside right. uh da would not reveal his thoughts rightfully so schematically so i guess right. we'll see but again that's what you got to live with that offensive line. There's a lot of injuries there, and it's just one of those groups that gets injured a lot, and um, Tim's going to have to adjust once again. No doubt. Before I let you go, Franco Harris passes uh, the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate, uh, uh, the immaculate Reception is, is on Saturday. Uh, again, and, and ironically, the Steelers and, and Raiders will be playing. They, were, they made a big, a big deal on, on NBC this week, and, of course, he passes last night. Uh, your thoughts? Well, it's crazy that uh, they did it. He, he, you know, they were going to do the 50th anniversary and honor him and everything, and, and the, he passes away. I mean, it's crazy timing how that all lined up like that. Um, you know, Franco Harris. You know, I was one of those Super Bowl history book uh, guys. Right. I used to buy those little yep. Super Bowl history books. I used to mm-hmm. memorize it uh, cover to cover. Franco Harris popped up a lot. You know, uh, it was well before I was born, obviously, but uh, in the 70s, when I mean, you if you appreciate the history of football, you can't tell the story of the NFL without the 70s, 1970s Pittsburgh Steelers. And, yep. you know, Franco Harris was obviously a huge part of that. And, you know, the Immaculate Reception was just such an iconic play, A, for the, the, the craziness of how it happened, and B, it's probably one of the most – it's probably the best bit of sports photography you'll ever see, just to have the camera yeah. on the face at that moment during that time. Uh, it's just – I mean, for someone that works in television, it, it, it's just an sure. iconic moment. You, just, you can never replicate – so his spot in NFL history from a production standpoint, uh, from a dynasty standpoint, just from a pure TV standpoint, I mean, is unmatched. I mean, that was just an iconic play. It's just, and it's one of the greatest names of all time, that immaculate yeah. reception. And that's how it's Yeah, funny. it really is. Sean, thanks for the time. Extra time today. Certainly appreciate it. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family. I know the girls are going to be so happy to have you home mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. I know you'll be glad to be there. Uh, and as always, thanks for being on the program. Tell us about all the great programming at Fox 8 Sports, your award-winning blog, which should be an award-winning podcast, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, at Sean Mazan Fox 8 Podcast. Download that, the Overtime Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. My blog, the After Further Review blog. I'll have one on Saturday after Saturday's game. And then this week, obviously tonight, we have game plan at 1030, the final bet tomorrow at 1030. 
uh, tailgate Saturday this week with the uh, game being on Saturday. Sunday, the final play at 10.30. Monday, black and gold review. And then Tuesday, Fox 8 overtime at 10.30 as well. So we got you covered. Or just do what I do. Just set the DVR on Fox 8, 1030, and you got it rolling. No doubt about it. Thanks, bud. Merry Christmas All to right, you man. and the Happy family. We'll talk uh, on, the, on the first of the year because I'll be out next week. Sounds good. Merry Christmas. You too, bud. See you later. Thanks, as always. Sean Vazan with us each and every week here on the program. All right. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. They're open for you right now. But what a great place to be able to bring friends and family coming in from out of town. You, know, you want to celebrate, bring them on over to Katie's. Again, have a fantastic meal, great cocktails. William Grand in the well. You know, maybe you want to try out again Francesca, the hottest sandwich shop uh, in, in the city, bar none. And Bienvenue, again, uh, just a, a hot, hot restaurant. And look, on a frigid day like you get uh, over these next couple of days, if you're saying, well, I don't know if I want to go out to the restaurant. Hey, Bienvenue's got a, got a dry drive-through window literally again order it go to the drive-through grab it and head on and on back to the house if that's what you want to do but if you're ready to celebrate head out to the katie's family of restaurants and remember katie's katie's family fresh family restaurants gift cards available again right now for you to give uh, stocking stuffer gifts for this upcoming holiday season you're listening to inside new orleans i'm your host eric asher we'll be right back Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. 
If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company. And don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve. And with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA 22. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Starting this Wednesday, grab the family and head to the convention center for the return of New Orleans Christmas Fest with ice skating, holiday treats, adult cocktails, and more. And celebrate the holiday on the day after Christmas by heading to the Fairgrounds Racecourse for the Road to the Derby kickoff day on December 26th. For more ideas on what to do this holiday season, log on to whereyat.com and sign up for the Whereyat Weekly E-Blast and have the latest news sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. It's the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheer Have a holly jolly A little Burl Ives for you. And when you As we celebrate the holidays Right here on Inside New Orleans The maestro with the music, Rudy Dixon I uh, want to remind everybody about our friends over at Burkhart uh, Generator Oh man, I tell you what, I'm lucky to have mine, right? Uh, do you have one? You should be getting one. Uh, you know, again, everybody's worried about the cold temperatures, uh, the possibility the grid may go down. Uh, I don't have that worry anymore. Okay? I just don't. And I tell you what, it, it is a load off my mind, okay? Uh, worried about, again, the, the, the show's going to go on. Uh, worried about getting ready for the show. Uh, friends, family, you know, whatever. Again, uh, I told you about the last time when my daughter came in. You know, again, uh, you know, again, uh, 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 the power went out here in the uh, uh, here in my neighborhood, uh, and of course we had the generator. It kicked in. If not, again, it would have been 90 degrees in this house when she came in from Chicago. Um, you can get a generator right now from Burkhart. You call them right now. Uh, Jason Burkhart will come out, sit down with you, do a, do a consultation, and put you on the calendar for a single day install if you guys come to uh, an agreement. Uh, you can finance it over time or pay up front. Uh, also, again, new install quality check after one month. That means again a Burkhart employee will come out. Uh, and be able to go ahead and work the steps on, again, how you have to operate the equipment. That's everything they install for you. And then, of course, at Burkhart, they got a dedicated team uh, that handles everything for you, uh, the whole process, planning, permits, inspections. Uh, of course, right now, save $1,750 uh, and get a free 10-year warranty on a Generac generator for my friends at Burkhart. Uh, you want peace of mind. You want to never have to worry about the power going out again, whether it's your business or your home. Uh, it's Burkhardt and a Generac, Generac generator. Remember, fully stocked with all the parts you need at their warehouse, 24-7, 365 emergency service. And yet, also don't forget about, again, maintaining that generator uh, throughout the year. Uh, they, they can maintain that for you. Uh, they do it all. Generator sales and service is Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, um, hour number two, uh, Fletcher's going to join us. Fletcher Mack will join us at 535. I am going to go through the um, uh, the 
National Signing Day, I'm sorry, the early signing period uh, list of both Tulane and LSU. Uh, they both knocked it out the park. I mean, knocked it out the park so far. Uh, both have had really good recruiting classes, uh, transfer portal, doing really well. Uh, LSU's got a top five class right now. Tulane is, again, top 60. Uh, they got them 68 to 60 right up in there. Uh, the third best uh, team in the AAC so far uh, in terms of their recruiting class. Uh, but the biggest coup uh, is the fact that Michael Pratt is returning for his senior year. And we talked about it over the last week, about, again, that you know Florida had come a-calling, and Florida was, again, going to come up with big NIL money, and he's going to have a chance to be able to play on the big stage in the SEC. And Billy Napier knows all about, uh, again, um, uh, Michael Pratt from his time uh, um, you know, of, of coaching here in Louisiana. And uh, uh, it looked like it was fate or complete. And that's one of the reasons why I brought it up on this program and made it public. Uh, but also, again, uh, wanted to rally, again, the, uh, the Tulane alumni and, and those that own uh, businesses that, that, that are part of the collectives for Tulane and NIL that stepped up to the plate because part of the deal was not just him going back to Florida and having to play in the SEC, but also getting a nice payday in terms of NIL. Uh, my sources tell me, again, that, uh, that, that uh, the, the, the Tulane stepped up. Uh, I'm talking about the, the collectives. Uh, they're going to take care of, uh, of Michael Pratt. He's coming back for his senior season. And, just an all-around coup for this program right now when you talk about Willie Fritz, who could have bolted for, for Georgia Tech, uh, which, again, I've talked about on this program. You guys know I did the research on it. Twice the budget in terms of athletics, twice the budget in terms of football. Uh, they pay, their, pay the coaches twice as much. You know, he would have been making $3 million or more at, 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 um, at Georgia Tech. He's not making that at, at Tulane. Uh, and then, of course, the facilities that he has to be able to recruit with in today's NIL and transfer portal. I mean, all, all signs pointed to Willie Fritz was gone. But, again, he, he chose to stay. And it really kind of set the table for Michael Pratt and Sincere uh, Hayward to, to be able to come back as well. Uh, both those guys coming back for their senior seasons. And, and that's just good news for Tulane because that is a changing of the tide, so to speak, in terms of what we've seen in, in the past. And now... I talked about it the other day, didn't I? I said, now the fact that Tulane is on, the, on radar and they've got a good team and they've got some really good players that they've recruited and, 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 and players that, that, again, that have gotten better under the, the coaching of, of the Tulane staff, uh, that they're going to come, the big schools are going to come and cherry pick. They're going to try to take the best off, the, off those teams and be able to give them a chance to be able to play it again with, with a Power 5 team. Uh, but, again, so far, again, the biggest name, the one you're worried about the most. And it's not that, that again, Tulane is devoid of talent uh, behind Michael Pratt. It just means a lot when you have a sing, senior signal caller, your leader, who's willing to come back and, and to be able to, again, stick with the program when, again, the SEC was a call-in. And that is just unusual, unprecedented. Uh, and uh, congratulations to Tulane and those that stepped up to, to make sure that Michael Pratt stays. Now, let's see some full stadiums. That's another part. You know, Michael Pratt would be playing in front of, again, a sold-out um, uh, stadium up, up in Gainesville on, on every Saturday. Uh, Tulane students, got to keep this thing going. Get out there and sell it, that stadium out, support this team. Uh, the AAC is going to be down next year. Tulane's going to be one of the top teams in the AAC. they got to have a chance to be able to defend their championship. And, oh, by the way, they're going to be in a little bowl game called the Cotton Bowl and uh, have an opportunity to maybe upset USC, especially, again, if Caleb Williams is not playing. And, we, of course, we already told you today, uh, again, their top receiver, Addison, uh, is going to be out as well. So uh, things are just looking really good for the wave right now. And I hope they can ride that wave and, and continue to be able to, again, get the, uh, the alumni, uh, the, the, the fan base, as well as the students excited about Tulane Athletics. All right. 
Hour number two coming up. Fletcher Mackle will join us from the program. Thanks to Sean Mazan. Of course, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. The Avenue on Hickory. All open right now. All available with gift cards. And, of course, a fantastic meal of boot. We'll be right back. The Christmas tree, let the Christmas spirit ring. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Uh, and again, I uh, want to thank Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the program. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Hey, man, 
Katie's is going to be the Katie's restaurants are closed on on, on Christmas Day. Allow again, um, Scott allows his employees to go celebrate Christmas with their family. Uh, but again, folks, I'm telling you right now, uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal. One of the Katie's family restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open right now. All are open regular hours. Uh, also, don't forget also about the the great gift cards uh, that you can give to a, a friend, family member uh, from one of the Katie's family restaurants. Uh, again, support the Katie's family restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great cocktail or a meal at the Katie's family restaurants. Okay, so much to get into today. Um, uh, remember, the, uh, we, we've talked about it most of the show today. Michael Pratt returning to, to Tulane is huge uh, for his senior season. Um, but want to go through, as promised, uh, the, the the signees so far for both LSU and Tulane. LSU was a top five class, top six class, depending on, again, what rating system, which ratings um, um uh, system you're going by. Uh, they have uh, Zalance Hurd uh, out of Neville in Monroe is a five-star offensive tackle. He signed with LSU. Uh, Deshaun Womack, edge rusher, 6'4", 240, a four-star uh, out of out of St. Francis Academy in Baltimore, Maryland, signed with LSU. Sheldon Sampson, Jr., again, out of Catholic and Baton Rouge, wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in, in, in the country, a four-star. Uh, again, 6'4", 181, has signed with LSU. Uh, Javen Taviano, again, this was a big one, uh, out of Arlington, Texas, uh, cornerback, uh, bringing back DBU, four-star, has signed with LSU. Jalen Brown, out of Gulliver Prep in, in Miami, wide receiver, another big-time receiver for LSU, 6'1", 170, uh, a four-star. Uh, again, uh, 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 signing with the Tigers, Jackson Howard uh, out of uh, out of Minneapolis, edge rusher, 6'4", 245, another four-star uh, in, in the full for LSU. D.J. Chester uh, out of McDonough, Georgia, offensive tackle, 6'5", 300, four-star, signed with LSU. Caleb Jackson out of Liberty Magnet in Baton Rouge, running back, uh, 5'10", 200, another four-star in the full for LSU. Tyree Adams out of St. Augustine here in New Orleans, offensive tackle, big get for the Tigers, 6'5", 285, four-star, he's in the fold. Kalen Jackson out of Zachary, again, safety, 6'2", 200, bringing back DBU, another four-star. Uh, he is signed with LSU. One of the big signees of the, of the class, Trey Holly, one of the best running backs in, in the state, if not the best running back in the state out of Union. Um, four-star, 5'8", 180, he's uh, signed, still delivered for the Tigers. Mark McElway uh, out of St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, is a four-star tight end, 6'4", 250. He's in the fold. Uh, Ricky Collins, quarterback out of Woodlawn, uh, will compete at 6'2", 190. Another four-star. He signs with LSU. Ryan Yates is out of uh, Denton, Texas, safety. Uh, Again, 6'1", 190, four-star. Again, back in the fold. He's in the fold with the Tigers. Um, uh, Kimoran Pempton. Uh, out of um, North Crowley, uh, just outside of Fort Worth, uh, 6'6", 220, tight end, four-star. Uh, he is signed with LSU. Whit Weeks out, out of, Wake, out of w- w- Watkinsville, Georgia, a linebacker, big-time linebacker, four-star, 6'2", 205. Uh, he is signed with LSU. Kyle Parker out of Lucas, Texas, uh, uh, 5'10", 175, wide receiver, another four-star. Uh, he is in the full for LSU. Uh, Kai Prejean, uh out of uh, St. James, uh, six foot, uh, one ninety. He's an athlete, four star, uh, in the full for LSU. Out of Lo- Logansville, Georgia, safety, six one one eighty, four star. Michael Darty, 
uh, is in the fold. Christian Braithway uh, out of Cypress, Texas, linebacker, 6'1", uh, 225. LSU's had some really good uh, luck with, uh, with Texas linebackers. He's a three-star. Uh, he's in the fold. Uh, Jeremiah Hughes out of Las Vegas, Nevada, cornerback, 6'1", 175, three-star, Signed with LSU today. Uh, Paul McGanna, brought out of Buford, Georgia, offensive tackle. 6'4", 280, three-star. Uh, he is signed. Uh, Jason McGowan, uh, out of Miamisburg, Ohio, tight end. 6'4", 235, a three-star. Signed with LSU. Dylan Carpenter, out of St. Amant, uh, edge rusher. 6'3", 243, star in the fold. And, of course, out of Metairie, Louisiana, uh, the pride of, pride of Rummel, Ashton Stamps. Cornerback, six foot one seventy, uh, three star has signed with LSU. Transfers in the fold for the Tigers. Jalen Lee, uh, out of um, out of Florida, six three two ninety four, defensive lineman, immediately eligible for LSU. He is signed uh, through the transfer portal. Paris Shand, uh, again, a defensive lineman, out of Auburn, has transferred to LSU, uh, ready to go. Uh, Brandy Swinson, six four two forty five, defensive lineman, uh, out of Oregon, uh, has also again. Um, transferred to LSU, and, of course, the big one, the one that we all know out of Carr High School, Aaron Anderson, uh, formerly with Alabama, has now signed with LSU. So uh, this is a class that uh, is a great foundation class for Brian Kelly. Uh, some have them ranked sixth. Some have them ranked fifth. So, again, it's a definitely a top seven top seven class uh, for, for Brian Kelly and uh, really only lost one player um, when it comes to um, – uh, players that had, that had, had committed to um, uh, the Tigers, and that was uh, that was Dalen Austin, the cornerback out of Long Beach, California, who flipped to Oregon. Uh, that's the only one. Uh, other, other than that, they were able to get all all 25 signees, all five commitments uh, in the fold for the for the Tigers. Tulane did an outstanding job in terms of their recruiting. First of all, number one, you get Michael Pratt back for his senior year, which is outstanding. Uh, Sincere uh, 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 Hayward is coming back. Uh, Hainsworth, pardon me, is coming back uh, the center. Uh, so, again, right then and there, you're doing well. Uh, 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 they have um, uh, Matthew Fobbs White out of Neville. Uh, edge rusher, three-star, 262-25, uh, signed with Tulane. Ja Eugene on Destrahan, safety. This is a big one for Tulane. Three-star, six-foot-190. A.J. Thomas out of Zachary, edge rusher, 6'3", 220. Uh, again, hitting Louisiana once again. Nine players from Louisiana signed with Tulane today. Uh, again, he is an edge rusher at 6'3", 220, uh, another three-star. Uh, Malik Williams out of uh, uh, Kiablo, Texas, linebacker. Uh, again, uh, five, five, five uh, really about six foot, five eleven and a half, two fifteen. Uh, three star is in the fold. Uh, Trey Cornest uh, out of Cincinnati, Ohio, running back, five eleven, two oh nine. Three star is in, is in. Arnold uh, Arnold um, uh, Barnes out of Booker T. Washington here in New Orleans, running back, five nine, two twenty four. Three star uh, signed with Tulane. Jean Claude Joseph out of Covington, uh, Georgia, linebacker, three star. Uh, 5'11", 2'10", in the fold. Walter Samuel, East Ascension and Gonzalez, uh, running back, 6'200", three-star. Uh, Kelvin Adams out of Destrahan, uh, uh, safety, 5'10", 170, three-star. Signed with, uh, with Tulane today. Uh, Jerry Gardner out of St. Augustine here in New Orleans, uh, 6'3", 230 edge rusher, uh, three star uh, on most ratings has signed with L- I'm sorry with Tulane. Uh, Dickinson Agu out of Geismer, uh, again Dutchtown, uh, 6'1", 225 linebacker, three star in the full for L- uh, for uh, for Tulane. Pardon me. Uh, 
DJ Cloud uh, out of Columbia, Mississippi, athlete, 6'2", 190, three-star in the fold for, for the Green Wave. Uh, Landry Cannon out of Destrehan. Uh, he is an interior offensive lineman, 6'3", 330. Wow, what a big kid. Uh, three-star uh, in the fold for, for the Greenies. And uh, Noah, Noah Gardner out of, out of uh, Lucas, Texas, offensive tackle, 6'5", 265, uh, three-star uh, with, with signed with Tulane. Joshua Moore. Uh, out of League City, Texas, safety, 6'1", three-star uh, in the fold. Joshua Goins out of Frisco, Texas, tight end, 6'3", 225, another three-star uh, for Tulane. Uh, Logan uh, Owens uh, out of Keller, Texas, inside offensive lineman, 6'5", 325, uh, a three-star uh, signed with Tulane today. Uh, Darren Mitch out of Santa Maria, California, a quarterback, 6'3", 215, a two-star in the fold, and then Hunter Summers, wide receiver out of Prosper, Texas, 6'2", 165, again, signs with, with, uh, with Tulane. They get Cam Wire, a former starter for the LSU Tigers on their offensive line who has transferred. He transfers to Tulane, 6'6", 280 with SEC uh, pedigree and SEC experience. Uh, it's an immediate transfer from, from uh, LSU to Tulane. Uh, from, from Nichols, um, uh, A.J. Hampton. Uh, is a three-star uh, cornerback. Uh, he is uh, an immediate uh, transfer. Tyler Grubbs uh, out of Louisiana Tech, uh, big-time linebacker, uh, three-star, six foot two twenty in the full for the wave. And uh, De- uh, Deontay Fleming, six foot one sixty-five wide receiver, uh, and uh, he is coming from uh, uh, the Raging Cajuns. Uh, he signs with, with Tulane as well uh, out of the transfer portal. Uh, Tulane ranked, again, somewhere around 60. Uh, some have them at, at 68, the third best in the AC as of right now. Uh, the beautiful thing about Tulane is, and what this coaching staff has been able to do, is uh, to be able to get three stars in and coach them up. Look across the board at Tulane, uh, at Tulane uh, recruits. Over the last few years with Willie Fritz, slowly have gone up to two-star to three-star. Every once in a while, they'll grab a four-star, right? Uh, and, again, the ability to coach those guys up, and you're seeing it. So, again, uh, just a really, really big day uh, for both Tulane and LSU uh, in terms of the recruiting on uh, the early signing period, uh, transfer portal. Both, again, very, very good foundational um, 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 classes for them, and, uh, I'm excited for both. Uh, the, again, to piggyback off of uh, the great um, uh, seasons that both had, Brian Kelly in his first season at LSU after, again, being in a situation where pretty much um, uh, he was left with, with almost nothing, with 39 scholarship players, uh, uh, what is it, 12 in the transfer portal, and then, of course, the, the 2022 class uh, having, what, 70, I think it was 73, 74 uh, scholarship players. Uh, and uh, now in a position to be able to pick that up. And, of course, uh, piggybacking off again the, the best season since the 1998 season when they went undefeated. And now, and again, in a New Year's Day, and sorry, New Year's Six Bowl uh, in the Cotton Bowl, uh, Tulane, again, uh, piggybacking off of that. Again, celebrating the fact that Willie Fritz has come back uh, again when it went with, after, a, uh, again, a, a strong push from Georgia Tech. And then, of course, their quarterback, their leader. 
uh, and Michael Pratt coming back as well. All right, we're going to take a break here. We come back. We'll continue the conversation. We'll talk a little Saints, a little Pels with you. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, will join us in the program at 535. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in the city, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, BMVNO on Hickory. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life. 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Macy's. Join Macy's in support of Big Brothers Big Sisters of America throughout the holiday season. Give online today or round up your store purchase amount and donate the extra change up to 99 cents to help empower kids through positive mentorship. Learn more at Macy's.com purpose. Look out for delays that are heavy 10 eastbound from Loyola to Causeway. And the delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to the airport. In the meantime, look out for delays that are solid. They are very heavy on the 610 on the westbound side from Broad to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side of the 610, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, your delays are set a solid from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. If you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway, look out for delays from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. Look out for accidents. Felicity at Chapatulas, also North Roman at Desire, and Upper Line at Daniil. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating. Proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. Don't let this happen to your largest investment. Call DA Exterminating now. We're ready and waiting to protect your home from potential disaster called termites. Call DA now or visit us on the web at daexterminating.com. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, this is Eric Asher. If you know you'll be needing a new air conditioning system anytime soon, then you should call my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating before the end of the year. Because on January 1st, new federal rules mean all AC contractors are no longer able to install the most affordable air conditioning systems. The team at Burkhardt has these affordable systems available for install right now. There's financing available too. 
So save by calling Burkhardt today or learn more at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. That's how Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousse of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Celebrate the start of your day the local way with New Orleans Roast Coffee. We've got a brand new look with the same great premium taste. Try our chocolate beignet blend with flavors of rich chocolate and classic New Orleans beignets. Pick up some today at your local grocer. New Orleans Roast Coffee, a true taste of New Orleans. Here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire, family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. You one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. Folks, they offer the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. And I'm telling you right now, wheels and tires up to 30 inches, fantastic rims for you. They'll even repair your rims. Hey, go online at southerntire.com. You can pick out your tires, uh, uh, get them ready to roll, and have them up. When you pull up to Southern Tire, they'll have them ready to be able to mount it for you. Uh, also, again, if your vehicle is, is out of warranty and you're looking for a company you can trust, uh, when it comes to keeping your vehicle on the road, uh, think Southern Tire. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership and, of course, ASC certified technicians. Some of those ASC, uh, those technicians have been with uh, with uh, Tony and, and the Piazza family for years and years and years, like Toby. Toby, I think Toby's been there since they opened. <laughs> uh, uh, again, doesn't matter what type of vehicle you you um, you own; they can, they can repair it for you. And of course, if you got a fleet account, make sure you check in to my friends over at Southern Tire. Here in Airline and Battery, open Monday through Friday from eight to six, Saturday from eight to three. Five zero four seven three seven one five five eight is the phone number. Or again, you can go to SouthernTire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since nineteen seventy two at Southern Tire Hickory and Airline in Metairie. I don't know how many of you heard Sean Fasan in the first hour, but again, he mentioned that um, it. It looks like um, um, that they may end up, um, because of the injury to um, um, the injury to um, um, I'm trying to think of the uh, the guard's name now. Um, that um, they are going to um, uh, probably have to shuffle the offensive line now. Caesar Ruiz is is out with again a, a Liz Frank injury. Uh, there's a lot of talk that. Um, uh, maybe Throckmorton will move into that spot, but they may move Hurst inside, which I think he's a better player inside a guard. I just do. Um, and then we may see for the first time this season starting Trevor Penning. I think they need to do it. Look, we don't know what the rest of the season holds. The Saints, again, the Saints are tied for uh, a three-way tie for last place, three-way tie for second place. Um, they need help just to get into the playoffs. If they win, fantastic. If they don't, it's draft position. But at the very least, again, you'll have a chance to be able to see Penning other than just seeing him in that heavy package. So it'll be interesting to see again, again, if they go in that route, which I think they should. I want to see him play. Now, again, it's going to be tough conditions in Cleveland. But you know what? It's the NFL, okay? You, you know, the, this is not a thing where, you, again, you put the baby booties on, right, and, and you just kind of slow play it. You can't do it. Uh, I want to see him on the field. I want to see what, what type of player he's going to be. Uh, obviously, again, he's a very aggressive player, uh, but I want to see him line up against, uh, again, uh, NFL defensive ends and see how he handles it. 
so, again, I would not have an issue with that at all. Andy Dalton might have an issue with it, but I don't have an issue with it. I'd like to be able to see him on, on the field. Also, again, uh, uh, we, uh, when you look at what's going on on the, on the collegiate level, um, I was asked uh, by um, one, of our, uh, uh, one of our listeners, uh, Bobby, again, regular listener to the program, how Louisiana Tech's going to do, uh, did, did in, uh, in their uh, uh, recruiting. Uh, he's a Louisiana Tech graduate. Uh, 95 overall. So they're a top 100 team uh, this year in terms of, the, of their uh, early signing period. So congratulations to Louisiana Tech, uh, 95th overall uh, and a, a top 100. So that, that, that's, not, that's not bad at all. Hoping to see Brandon Ingram tomorrow. I'm going to continue to pound that drum like I pounded the drum on Michael Pratt coming back uh, to, um, uh, to Tulane. Uh, there's no reason why at this point Mike, uh, uh, that we should see a situation where Brandon Ingram uh, should continue to miss games. Uh, uh, he's been cleared as far as the um, uh, he's been cleared as far as the uh, 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 the medical staff is is concerned. It's about again pain threshold. Uh, Ingram's got to get back on the court. All right, let's grab a phone call uh, before we uh, go to Fletcher Mackle of Channel Six Sports. Uh, Jack is at River Ridge. Jack, how you doing, bud? How you doing, Eric? Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, bud. Um, okay, man, um, it's great news about Michael Pratt coming back, man. Great. Incredible and, news. Uh, although, like, I, I, I'll be honest with you, I called Gus earlier, and it, it wouldn't hurt my feelings if he left. Because, honestly, it, I don't know what kind of money they were throwing at him, but, I mean, you know, he, I, I couldn't have blamed him. I'm just glad he's coming back. Yeah. Well, look, um, it was it could have been a double-edged sword for him, right? I mean, he could have been went to the SEC, and, and I'm not going to say him that he would have flopped, but what happens again if Florida struggles, he doesn't play well, and then all of a sudden again, all the goodwill that he, that he built up at Tulane kind of goes out the window. I, I said it before, and I'll say it again. And, Jack, you know this from, from watching sports your whole life. The NFL is going to find you. I don't care where you play. They found, you know, again, right. they, they found the beer man, right? Okay? They're going to find you. I think he's an NFL quarterback. I don't know if he's an NFL starter right out the box, but I think with the right coaching and the right system, with the right team, he's got a chance to excel in the NFL. I, I hope so. And, and, look, I know you're trying to get to your gaps. Um, no, look, we're good. Um, and, well, and the, well, and the next thing is, I had three things. Just The second thing is, what do you think of the future of the bowl games? Because, look, um, you know, I I look forward to the bowl games when I was a kid. You know, it, it, they were great. But now, one of the one of the websites broke down exactly, you know, the facts on these games. You got all of these people opting out. Half of, right. A lot of these teams are in the portal. Um, you got coach like for instance, Louisville. Louisville played Cincinnati. When the bowl game happened, Louisville's coach is now Cincinnati's coach. It, it, it's mm-hmm. just it's just a mess. You know, in the, I mean, you know, when we were kids, Eric, it was kind of interesting to see how certain teams who never played other teams played in the bowl games. But now, yes. that's just not that's just not what we're seeing. Well, the problem is is the oversaturation of bowls. And right. uh, again, I feel for for this. Okay, first of all, it's always been a treat for the student athlete to have a chance to be able to go to a bowl game, get wined and dined, maybe go to a city they've never been in. You stand there for a week, you go through all again the great festivities that they have at the bowl game. I think that's fantastic. The economic impact for the city that holds the bowl game in a lot of cases is a big deal, especially when you get into some of these other cities that you know maybe are not tourist meccas, and they get a chance to be able to have these teams come in, all their fans follow them in there. It, it's a big deal. Look, even the New Orleans 
Orleans Bowl is a big deal for New Orleans. It's not the Sugar Bowl, but it makes an economic impact. Uh, but right. I think now it's been kind of watered down because of, of, of so many bowls. And when we were kids, again, they didn't have as many bowls as they had. So there was a, there was a, a, a select few that, went, that, again, if you had a great season, you went to a bowl game. Now, again, if you're 500, you got a chance to get into a bowl. I do think with, well, again, the expansion of, of, of the playoffs, it is going to hurt, especially, again, the lesser bowls uh, that are, say, a little bit lower on the tier to the point that they may end up disappearing. Well, and then, and then you got, I mean, you got guys who, you know, if they, if they don't end up, like, for instance, it's going to happen with Tulane. Um, the, you know, USC thought they had a chance to get, when well, they did, they had a chance to get the playoff. They didn't get there. Those kids can't be that excited about going to the Cotton Bowl. And some of them right. are going to opt out. I, I mean, yeah. So, and, well, we've already seen it today with Addison, the, the wide receiver. He's opted out. Now, he's got an ankle injury, but he's opted out. And, and Eric, I haven't talked to you since uh, Jeff Duncan's article came out. Now, I want you to correct me if I'm wrong. On what level does that make any sense? Okay, first of all, I do believe I do believe that uh, Mickey made the phone call to Sean because honestly, like like you talked about, like we talked about together. No, I, we don't believe that that uh, Mickey can put this together on his own, and Sean's the only guy he knows that he can work with. But but if, look, but if you look at it this way, a lot of the problems that the Saints have, Sean caused. So it would be like taking your wife back after she burned down the house when she left. <laughs> you know, Sean, Sean knew what he was doing. Right. I agree. Sean got out while the getting was good. He saw he didn't have a quarterback. He saw he had an, a little bit of an aging roster. Uh, he knew, again, they were going to be in cap hell for at least the next two years. And for him, it was all about the Super Bowl win. Uh, having a chance to, to again, continue his legacy with another team with, a, with again, a ready-made quarterback so he could get that second Super Bowl and be assured of a Hall of Fame uh, induction. Uh, he was worried about his record and, and again, uh, didn't do what was necessary to be able to help this team in the future in terms of, again, grooming a young quarterback uh, after Drew Brees. So, yes, the mess that was left behind, is, again, his, his dirty hands are all over it. I do not believe Sean Payton is coming back. I believe that that was put out there purposely, again, to be able to once again get people talking about Sean Payton. Everything they're doing right now uh, I, I think is, um, is, is calculated uh, to be able to get him in a position where, again, he's the number one, um, uh, he's the number one candidate out there. So, look, in, in my opinion, uh, I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen. I know that Jeff got, it on, on, got multiple sources uh, that, that, that gave him that information. Uh, but I think it's it, it's all about again making sure that again the uh, that that Sean Payton has his name out there and that he's the number one candidate uh, and it becomes a bidding war which could be at work in the Saints' favor. Yeah, Eric, I'm gonna get out. But look, the last thing I'll say is, I mean, I think that's one of the reasons that that reason, um, you know, that reason he worked so well together. Those guys planned ahead. They knew they knew well in advance what they were doing, whether you were talking about their life or, or football or whatever it was. I think Sean Payton knew five years before Breeze retired what he was going to do when it happened. And you could Me see, too. Like you, like you were just saying, he didn't set this franchise up to continue after he was gone. He, he pushed all the chips in because he didn't care what happened after he left. I agree. And that's why, again, if you're Mickey Loomis, and still to this day, has not talked about, again, what Sean meant to him with the franchise. Obviously, again, they're, they're very close as friends. I do not care. 
You get the maximum amount you can for him, and if it's a bidding war, it's a bidding war. You do what you got to do. I keep hearing number one pick dangled out there. It's got to be the biggest, uh, again, um, uh, haul in the history of the NFL for a head coach uh, that's being traded. Uh, it's got to eclipse what we've seen in the past, and hopefully, again, that's going to happen. Eric, one question. I am, I'm hang up. Look, the, uh, does Sean have to sit out one more year or two more years before? Two more years. About any compensation. 2025, I believe, is the end of the is the end of the uh, contract. All right. well, Eric, thank you, and have a merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas to you, my friend. Merry Christmas to you. Fletcher coming up in just a couple seconds. First, let's grab Kurt in New Orleans. Hey, Kurt, merry Christmas to you, bud. Hey, brother, how you doing? Pat, merry doing Christmas. fantastic. Uh, I just I almost wanted to tell you, my son. He called me the night. He said, "Man," he said, "I'm gonna tell you how sad the Saints." So he's from, he's out in Kentucky right now. He's a Saints fan. He said, let me mm-hmm. tell you how sad the Saints are at drafting a quarterback out of the draft. He said, Purdy, the starting quarterback for Frisco, Purdy, who's winning games, he was Mr. Irrelevant, the last quarter, last person <laughs> chosen in the entire draft. <laughs> yes. So it just goes to show you we cannot pick a quarterback at all out of the draft. <laughs> you know? it's, it's, the it's, biggest, just, it's the biggest issue with, again, Sean Payton moving on that he never yeah. groomed the quarterback to, to, yeah. to, again, take over for Drew Brees. Uh, but I, but and, look, and it's his but, legacy. But, but Ireland, Ireland and Loomis, really, every quarterback we've drafted has never went on to another team to really start, nor True. really start for us, you know, in any capacity. So we just haven't been – we've been horrible at drafting quarterbacks. Don't you agree? I mean, the position itself, you know. Well, horrible at drafting and also grooming them. Now, again, um, yeah, um, both. Yeah, both. You know, Chase yeah. Daniels is a guy that, again, has been a journeyman in terms of, again, a, a backup around the league, and he's yeah. had a really good yeah. career. yeah. But and yeah. he started some, but I mean that's probably where the, the, where where it ends. Yeah, do you think that um, as far as Winston, man? I mean, did his, did his mouth overload him? Is that why you think overall he didn't get a shot to get back out there, correct his mistakes, and and get back out there like a lot of us think he kind of should have, getting paid the twelve million. You know, because mm-hmm. we'll look back a year or two from now, what it could have been if he did get out there. Has his mouth overloaded the situation with? Maybe, maybe, maybe. I do possibly. think, that- Kurt. I do think that again, when he came out publicly and and and, and called out again the fact that he wasn't playing, said it hurt him to his soul. That that kind of right. burned the bridge right there with with Dennis Allen. Right. But let, let me say this: I've been saying this since day one. That was yeah. not Dennis Allen's guy. Dennis Allen yeah. wanted the guy there playing on right. Saturday. Okay, he wanted Deshaun right. Watson. Okay, uh, right. and he and again right. they they took Jameis Winston, uh, and then eventually right. got Andy Dalton. So. Right, uh, right. You know, again, that, I don't think that's ever been his guy. And I think at this point, once yeah. you go out public uh, uh, in the locker room about your feelings, at that point, again, even old school coaches will put you on the bench. You're right. He, it just it didn't help his cause. It's a shame. The whole no, it situation. didn't. But he deserved an opportunity to, to, to be able to come yeah. and win his job back. I would agree. I mean, he's getting, pay, he's getting paid the money. You know, I keep bringing the money up, but it's important. He got the money because he was wanted again this year. No, there was no quarterback competition in, in, in training camp. Look, Fletcher's coming up next. Fletcher went to every training camp uh, practice. It, it, was, it, was, it was put out there from day one Andy Dalton was going to be the backup and, and, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Jameis was going to be the starter. Uh, so I there know. was no competition. So, you know, why doesn't he get a chance to be able to get his job back? It's now, crazy. I'm not saying Andy Dalton's played bad because he hasn't. But, again, the, the, again that, 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 that should have happened. No, no doubt about it. it. I mean, I mean, he should have kept his mouth shut, but he did get a raw deal. It's a real shame all the way around. Yeah, and he—I don't think he'll be back next year because of it. I'll, I'll be honest yeah. with you; I yeah. really don't. Thank 
Have a great Christmas. Kurt, Mer- Merry Christmas, my friend. Thanks so much for the phone call. Certainly appreciate it. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you trust with your air conditioning system, having problems with that heating system with, again, the frigid air coming, uh, remember, 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Truly a company you can trust. Go with the company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports, is our guest. Fletch, how are you? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Spirited uh, debates even before I come on. Yeah. Well, what are, what are your thoughts there? Look, like I said, you were at training camp. You saw every practice. We heard from day one that Jameis Winston was was not, was the number one quarterback. Uh, Dalton was going to be the backup. And I'm not, not going to wait Dalton has played. But, again, should he have been given an opportunity, a second opportunity after uh, coming back from injury? Um, no, because – so here's the thing, and I, and I was very clear with my stance on this. I said – that I thought Jameis Winston is not a top 10 quarterback. And I never thought anybody should think he was going to be a top 10 quarterback because he's not. But I also felt like he wasn't a bottom 10 quarterback. I compared all off season once they, once they re-signed Jameis and, and, you know, chased Deshaun Watson. And then, you know, Jameis was always kind of planned to put on ice, so to say. But once they went forward with Jameis, I heard you say Andy got here and said, I'm the backup. I'm helping Jameis. He didn't come here to compete. He didn't come here to start. He came here knowing he could play. But all that being said, I said in training camp, and it was part of my prediction with Jeff Duncan, was I think the team, this defense that had been top 10 the last couple of years, that you know was, was kind of the backbone of their success in recent years, um, was going to be just as good. Camara was going to be Camara. They were getting Michael Thomas back. They drafted Chris Olave. They signed Jarvis Landry. I thought they had more playmakers. I said at the beginning of the season, if Jameis is around 12 to 15 quarterback rating, they have enough talent around him to be the San Francisco 49ers from a year ago. Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. He's not great, but he's a good quarterback. And they have an excellent team around him, just like Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is not a great quarterback, elite by any stretch. But they have an awesome team around them. So they're probably going to make a run because of that. Obviously, Jameis is a bottom 10 quarterback. I mean, he kind of showed us that in injury or not. I mean, three interceptions in the fourth quarter against against Tampa Bay. The the Carolina game, which was a mess. Look, Lance Moore is an analyst with us at WDSU. and, And he said, look, I'm looking at the offense. And this is like, there's routes that I see that he's not seeing. He's not operating the offense effectively. So that's why, to answer your question, Jameis didn't get another chance because Andy hasn't really been that bad, to be honest with you. No, he's played well. Here's the thing. Andy is where I thought Jameis would be. Andy's Mm -hmm. like 16th in quarterback rating. It's just the rest of the team has been bad. The defense has regressed. You know, Mm -hmm. Michael Thomas hasn't played. Alvin Kamara has not found his rhythm this year and been able to get in sync with the offense. The offensive line leads the league in false start penalties. So, again, Andy Dalton has actually been the guy that I was hoping Jameis Winston would be. But the rest of the team has not been nearly what we have seen in recent years under Sean Payton. So, that to me is why they are 5-9 and nine right now. But, again, a lot of things have gone wrong, you know, at the quarterback position. I mean, look, just think about this. If, if Jameis doesn't play so poorly in the fourth quarter against Tampa and so bad against Carolina, I mean, that could potentially be two wins right there. It, you, we're talking about a much different season right now, even if Andy is playing quarterback because of Jameis's injury. So hindsight is always twenty twenty. but um, yeah, it's look, 
I hate to use the term. It's not Murphy's Law. Everything that can go wrong has gone wrong because everything hasn't gone wrong. But right. a lot has gone wrong, starting with targeting Deshaun Watson, missing out on him. If you really didn't believe in Jameis, you know, they re-signed Jameis, I think, begrudgingly. And, and mm-hmm. look, we'll never know. I felt like Taysom Hill went 7-2 and two as a quarterback for this mm-hmm. team his two years as a starter. Why didn't you put him back in competition with Jameis? Why didn't you sign Taysom to be the starter? I mean, look, I get Jameis was solid before he went down last year, but for two years, Taysom was solid. And, and so, again, everything they did from chasing Deshaun Watson and missing out to begrudgingly kind of signing Jameis when they didn't believe in him, moving Taysom off the quarterback position and moving him back on top of guys regressing and not playing up to their contract and a ton of injuries. You know, that's why we are where we are right now. And the team has, you know, like a 4% chance of making the playoffs. And, you know, only because the division is just so embarrassingly bad. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, The Falcons ran all over the Saints this past weekend. They're going up against a team that runs the ball very well. Your thoughts on, uh, on, again, the game on Christmas Eve uh, in Cleveland? I mean, look, if Cleveland's running back plays, you know, that could could present problems. But this is one of those games I don't – I don't know how to predict this. And the reason why is this. The temperature at kickoff is now I see going to be something like 7 to 10 degrees with snow flurries, like <laughs> ridiculous wind in a feels like of negative 12. So, uh, again, I think that favors Cleveland because they play it and they're used to it. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a game that Camara runs all over the Browns defense. And it's the, it's the lowest over and under that the gamblers have had on a game since 2008. 14 seasons, we haven't had an over under this low because of, one, it's two bad teams, and two, the weather conditions are going to be awful. So I'm not sure how you handicap or predict anything like this of what these teams are capable of. This is one of those, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what you get on Saturday on Christmas Eve day because, you know, the conditions are going to be terrible. And, and I'm not sure who that benefits. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I do want to ask you, again, you and I discussed this last week, um, and as always, you're very opinionated. Michael Pratt, uh, foregoing a possibility of going to um, to Florida and playing in the SEC, staying with Tulane. Uh, what a coup for Tulane. They keep, they keep Willie Fritz. They keep Michael Pratt. Uh, the, the Tulane fans should be celebrating right now. Yeah, and look, Sincere Hainsworth, their center, is also saying, but Pratt's the headliner True. of the NIL money. Being a, and I heard it was a pretty significant number to keep him because yep. unlike a lot of these quarterbacks who enter the portal that are untested, I mean, Michael Pratt is tested. Michael Pratt just helped lead a team. He wasn't the backbone. Ty J. Spears was the backbone of their, of their offense, and they were led by their defense. But Michael Pratt's a really good quarterback. Michael Pratt has NFL-type ability. And, yeah, I, 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 I'm sure Billy Napier was trying to get him to Florida. I even heard reports of Notre Dame coming after mm-hmm. him. And, and so I think there was going to be a power five and a good power five team out there trying to lure him away with NIL money, a bigger stage, and the chance to enhance his, his NFL stock. And so the fact that he's staying at Tulane, when, look, they're going to lose significant weapons. I mean, Spears is going True. to the NFL. They're going to lose some studs on that defense as well, and he's going to lose some playmakers at receiver. The good news is they've got a really strong signing class, like one of the best yes. outside of the power five. And, and, and here's the thing. Now that Pratt's back and Willie Fritz is back, they can go into the portal and, and really – look, they got a linebacker, a kid, um, Grubbs, that played at Holy Cross that was at yep. 
Louisiana Tech the last few years. Yes. I mean, I, I want to say when the season started, he was like on the Butkus Award watch list. And mm-hmm. so, again, they're going to be able to pull some transfers now. So they've got a chance to repeat and, and have another really strong season next year. they got holes to fill, but keeping that kind of your star quarterback is certainly a coup for Tulane. No doubt about it. Uh, you mentioned Tulane, a top 60 class, looking like, as you mentioned, outside the Power Five, uh, one of the top classes there. LSU with a top five class, to five to seven, right up in there. Uh, and and uh, really, really strong in terms of transfer portal, bringing back, uh, Aaron, what is it, Aaron Anderson from uh, from Carr, and, and, a, and a strong class with a lot of five and four stars. Yeah, and look, Brian Kelly has talked about that, and Brian Kelly is, is very honest, and that's what I like about him. He's you know, he, he's very intellectual. He's very thoughtful. He explains everything very well. Um, I, I felt like, you know, this program's in good hands. I was at the SEC championship, and they got smoked against Georgia. But the players told us in the locker room, Brian Kelly told them, we're going to see what we're made of. Plant the seeds for next year. Come out and show me something in the second half. And they did that. But that's a coach that's got vision and, and understands where they are and, and kind of is self-aware. Brian Kelly said something um, earlier this this month, uh, the beginning of December, he was asked about recruiting. And he goes, look, a program like LSU is a program like Alabama, that the lifeblood of your program is going to be the high school recruits you get. It's not a portal program, so to say. But they are still going to have to go to the portal to, you know, to enhance their secondary where they're losing a lot of guys. And, and he said that. He goes, eventually, we're going to get to the point where we're not relying on portal guys to save us. We're going to have guys in the pipeline stepping up, and, and that's going to help this year with the class they have. But they're still going to probably have to go into the portal a little bit this year to, to make sure that they can continue taking a step forward. 100% agree. And, of course, a, a, a game against Purdue in the Citrus Bowl that can get them back on the right track after losing their last two, especially with, again, the defections uh, from Purdue, similar to what we saw with LSU last year. And if you're Tulane, you're ecstatic. Uh, Addison, the wide receiver for USC, is sitting out. We don't know what's going to happen with Caleb Williams in, in that big matchup against USC. Yeah, I mean, if Caleb Williams doesn't play, it's an indictment on USC. I mean, it's one of those things where, I mean, if he's really injured, I get it. But – you know, I think he almost has to play. I mean, look, USC, and I, I talked about this last week with you, I think USC is probably going to open the season next year as the number one team in the country with Lincoln Riley, Caleb Williams, who just won the Heisman. If he doesn't play, it just, I think that hurts them in the portal right now and, and even like long-term recruiting. You know, look at Bryce Young. Bryce Young has nothing to play for. Will Anderson has no reason to play in this game. In the, in the Sugar Bowl, that is, the Alabama players. But they just said, hey, why wouldn't I? It means more to the program. It means more to my teammates. What does it say about my character? Bryce Young's probably going to be the first pick. It's not a top three pick. Will Anderson's going to be the first defender taken, top five pick, maybe top three pick. And they're playing in a game that has no playoff uh, implications. You know, I know the Tulane-USC game doesn't have implications, playoff implications, but still, Caleb Williams, to me, is going to play in that game, and he should play in that game, and I can't wait to see it. I think, look, it's going to be a great test of Tulane's, yes. you know, stout defense versus the Heisman Trophy electric offensive quarterback. I did want to ask you, something just came over on my phone. Is Zion out for tomorrow? Uh, Zion, yes, as I was coming on, yes. Zion has, has had to enter the league's health and safety protocols, which obviously means it's a COVID-related situation. I don't know if he has COVID, if he's been exposed to it, but obviously, you know, we can't, the, the, the rules are, we, you know, and we talked about this in media at great length with professional teams, 
CJ McCollum confirmed that he had COVID and said that it took him a few days and, you know, a few games to get his wind back, so to say, because he confirmed he had COVID and he missed, I think, three or four games. Health and safety protocols means it's COVID related. So I would assume that Zion has COVID, but he could have just been exposed to somebody with COVID. But yes, a few minutes ago before I came on, they sent out a notice saying that Zion is out for the game against the Spurs on Thursday because he has entered the league's health and safety protocol, wow. which means it's COVID-related in some way. Mm. Now, Brandon Ingram has been cleared in terms of, of the scan of, of the toe, but yet he has not been on the court almost a month now. Uh, do you anticipate him coming back, especially now with, with Zion going out? I, I, I don't know, because I can tell you right now, Look, Milwaukee's unbelievable. I mean, I have a great yes. appreciation for teams when you see them play. I, I was mm-hmm. at that Boston game. I was at the Milwaukee game for the first half and then watched the second half at the station and had to go on at 10. I mean, Milwaukee is, is awesome. I mean, they are just as elite as elite gets, how they play, what they play, how the pieces fit. But still, Pelicans were in that game. That's a game when you miss Brandon Ingram. Like, I mm-hmm. think they can beat the Spurs without Zion and without Brandon Ingram. It's not going to be easy, but they still have CJ. You know, Trey Murphy can hopefully get back on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonas is coming in red hot. Uh, I yes. think the Spurs have quit. Not, not quit. Popovich doesn't quit. But they're playing sure. like 19-year-old Jeremy Sohan, 35 minutes a night. They, they are not exactly trying to win. They're in the Wembenyama sweepstakes, and they're playing a bunch of first- and second-year guys. Um, so I think they can beat them. I certainly think they can beat Oklahoma City. Although Oklahoma City, same thing, young and scrappy, that can sure. that can give you fits sometimes. But I certainly think they can win those games without Zion and Ingram. But it, it's not, you know, it's not a gimme. Yep, no doubt about it. Always appreciate the time. Merry Christmas to you and your family, my friend. Happy New Year. Tell the folks about what you guys have coming up on at Channel Six. If you got a column coming up for us, how folks can follow you on social media. Yep. Uh, Twitter is kind of my social of choice at Fletcher WDSU. And when, you know, New Orleans Bowl tonight on WDSU, Saints all this week, getting ready for Cleveland, lots of Pelicans talk, as well as LSU and Tulane. The holidays are always busy for sports. Yep, no doubt. Thanks, bud. Y'all have a, you have a great uh, Christmas, and we'll talk after the first of the year. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes, Fletcher Mackle, Channel 6 Sports. All right. Today's program brought to you by the great restaurants of, uh, again, the family, Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Tonight is Steak and Martini Night, uh, Hendrick's Gin, uh, Reiko Vaca Martinis, along with, a, again, filet that is just, again, mouth-watering. Uh, Francesca by Katie's, if you haven't tried it yet, I'm telling you right now, the hottest sandwich shop in the city. The family meals are fantastic for a family on the go, nutritious meal, staying out of the fast food line. And I'm telling you, when you get there and you look at the menu and you're going to all these different sandwiches, you're going to say, I want one of those, one of those, one of those, and I'm telling you, they will not disappoint. Award-winning pizzas at both places. Get out there and enjoy a great meal with Francesca or Katie's, and of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. Fast becoming the hottest restaurant in Harahan. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal, great wraps, fantastic sandwiches, entrees for you. All the Katie's restaurants will be closed on Christmas Day, but still plenty enough time to get out there and enjoy a meal at one of the Katie's family restaurants. And remember, gift cards, man. I mean, those are so easy. Go get a gift card at Katie's, Francesca by Katie's or Bienvenue. Give that to, again, a family member, a friend, or co-worker. Believe me, they'll be excited that you did. Uh, again, a, a chance to be able to go to a great restaurant, get a great meal. Uh, and, of course, you know, part of it's already taken up by, by the gift card. You can't beat that. Gift card, a great way to be able to help a local restaurant, help a local business, and, of course, be able to, again, give a great gift as well. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your heating system is not working, man, don't go out and try to get these space heaters or anything else. Call Burkhardt. They will be out there with one of their 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute 
courtesy call before they come to your home. They'll come out for emergency service for you as well. They answer the phone 24-7. Don't go a night or a day without, again, a heating system that's been checked and inspected by a professional. And, of course, again, that's in in proper working order. Burkhart can handle that for you. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick and get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your pal with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861-ROOF. That's 861 76 Have you been waiting for the perfect time to propose or show them how much their love means to you? The first of a lifetime of holidays surrounded by those you love is just the moment you've been looking for. And at Diamonds Direct, we're here to make that magic happen. Diamonds Direct's got the unbeatable prices you're used to, plus 0% interest financing for three years. 
You can get the most amazing romantic gift and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. That means an $8,000 diamond pendant or tennis bracelet is just over $220 a month. At Diamonds Direct, we have the best gifts. Rings, bands, earrings, all new one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, starting as low as $500. So relax and enjoy the holidays. Get that incredible gift at a price you didn't think was possible and take advantage of three years zero interest financing. Come in today or go online for store hours and directions and check out our all-new holiday gift guide to make it super easy. Happy holidays from Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory, all open for you. Go out there and grab a great meal tonight, tomorrow, through all the way through the holiday, and of course they'll be closed on Christmas Day. Also, I want to thank all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slice of the sponsor sponsor our program. Uh, each and every one of those sponsors, uh, you click on the icon, it'll take you right to their website. Everything you need to know about those sponsors, right there for you at ericasher.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, and thanks for our sponsors uh, for supporting our program. I uh, want to thank our guests today, uh, Sean Mazzana, Fox 8 Sports, Fletcher Mack of uh, Channel 6 Sports, uh, and, of course, Rudy back at studio producing the program. As always, I thank you guys for listening to the show, whether you're listening on the Anchor app, uh, your favorite podcasting platform, on our digital platforms, iHeart or TuneIn, or again over the airwaves at 106.1 FM. It's been an absolute blast. Thanks so much for, for tuning in. Tomorrow, our regular Thursday show with Renee Nato slipping in uh, for Jordy Collada, who will be out. And then, of course, uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week, which will figure, uh, feature Gus Gill. That's it for me. Enjoy the uh, uh, all-access coming up with Ken Trahan. My name is Eric Asher. For the dog catcher, the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go.